So in the movie Friday, Craig got fired on his day off. Trevor Lawrence got talked about during bye week in a good way and a bad way. I'll tell you how all of that plays out in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Jaguars. I'm the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast, Tony Wiggins, and we thank you for joining us here because it's your team every day. And we thank you for making us your first listen. A quick reminder we're free to subscribe to on our Locked On Jaguars YouTube page. Make sure you tap in and hit the like button and subscribe. Also, hit the bell button so you receive notifications anytime we drop an episode. And if you're riding around in your car, listening to audio podcasts, wherever you do that, make sure you tap in so you don't miss an episode every day shout out to the everydayers for joining us every single day here on locked on jaguars we appreciate you and if you're not an everyday you can be just join us here every single day today's episode is brought to you by that's right it's brought to you by FanDuel. you know that FanDuel make every moment more right now new customers get 150 dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money line bet that's $100. That's $150. Correction. If your team wins, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. All right. So we're about to get started on this Trevor Lawrence subject. Guy got talked about on his day off, right? Bye week. Trevor Lawrence gets talked about all because another quarterback has a really, really good game in Houston, a great game. And then a second quarterback had a decent day and a decent uh, start to his career in Tennessee. So now it's bash Trevor for free. Yeah, that's what happened. It seems like people have gone out of their way to take slights at Trevor Lawrence. Benjamin Solak put up a, uh, to put up a poll, which quarterback would you rather have considering their contract status for the next, oh, I don't know how many years. I think it was, you know, it's legit. I like Ben. I just think that the poll is a little bit misleading because it factors in the fact that Trevor has to be re-signed in, you know, maybe two or three years, right, extended. This is his third year. You can get him an extension in year four. If it, if it follows suit to the way other quarterbacks have been, uh, giving contract giving contract extensions, that's when it will happen. Of course, you can play it all the way out and get all the way to the fifth-year option, but nobody does their quarterbacks that way these days, especially if they're convinced that those quarterbacks are the answer, right? And you can actually say something nice about another quarterback because I'm going to do that here today. You, you can say something nice about a quarterback and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're – taking a shot at Trevor Lawrence. But when you do a poll and you put him in it, it kind of comes across as that's exactly what you're doing. You know what? If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. That's one of the things that, uh, you know, of of course, all of us that uh, like hip hop, we use that all the time. If you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. If 
folks aren't talking about you and constantly trying to compare you to people, then that means that you're not doing anything. It could be that, or it could be the fact that expectations um, were either overblown or through the roof. And when that happens, what's in, what uh, there's always an overreaction or an overreaction to the initial reaction. There's always going to be something said. So if we look at Trevor Lawrence and we ask the question, is he as good as advertised? Depends on what advertisement you were listening to. I heard people comparing him to Patrick Mahomes, and I told folks I didn't see that. I didn't see Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes' arm. I saw arm talent. I didn't see that because that is like those two guys, along with maybe one or two. I think Jeff George threw it real well. They just had it's a difference. It's it's a different that that's a whole nother level. That is like arm talent on steroids, no pun intended, right? I never saw that. And I think what people were looking for was this this rocket launcher of an arm. Now, don't get it twisted. That is not me saying that Trevor doesn't have a rocket launcher because he absolutely does. It's not me saying that he doesn't have superior arm talent to a lot of people. He absolutely does. I don't even think Justin Herbert throws the ball like those guys I'm talking about. Josh Allen is in that category. Josh throws it a, a mile, man, and, and it and it looks like it hurts when receivers catch it, right? But there have been other great players, maybe the two greatest of all, Joe Montana, along with Tom Brady, along with Peyton Manning, and now guys like Joe Burrow that have a good arm but have the intangibles, have this winning attitude. To me, that's the class that Trevor's more he, – he's more in there. Even though he's 6'6 and he's long and he's tall, I think from an athletic standpoint of all the guys that I just mentioned, he's right there with Joe Burrow in, in terms of scrambling. He's not a power runner like Josh Allen, but – and he doesn't do the dipsy-do stuff like Patrick Mahomes. But Trevor is who Trevor is. And I think a lot of times people looking to figure out exactly what he is – they're, they're, they're doing it from that prism where they were told that this dude is like generational. So when you think generational talent, you're just automatically assuming that he has that whip it like arm that everybody else does. And I don't think that's who he is. I think he has a very good arm. I think he makes some of the hardest, toughest throws a quarterback can make. And he does it with touch. He doesn't try to seem like throw a strawberry through a locomotive every time he cocks his arm back. Sometimes he, he, he puts the ball exactly where it needs to be and he drops it in. So if you're really, really looking to whether or not Trevor Lawrence lives up to your expectations, it depends on what expectations you had and which ones you were listening to. In terms of his leadership ability, is in terms of his football IQ, he's off the charts. He's off the charts. I know why he gets knocked so bad. I know exactly what it is. It's that one or two throw, those one or two throws that happen about every game and a half. So I'd say over a three-game period, you're going to have two throws that everybody goes, why on earth did he do that? And it doesn't happen as often as people think. But you can go back and look at some of Patrick Mahomes' throws in year two and year three, and he had about 25 to 30 interceptions that people dropped that hit him right in their hands. 
And those were throws that you go, why did he do that? Josh Allen has them. Joe Burrow has had them. But for some reason, when Trevor Lawrence makes a throw, everybody seems to hold on to that. Richard Sherman even tweeted me when I was going back and forth with him. Trevor threw a flood. And I didn't, and I said, come on, 16. You think that got by Sherm? Sherm quote tweeted that thing real quick and said, no, nah, Wig, that's what I'm talking about. So, you know, basically, it's those one or two throws, those things that he has to clean up, the head scratches especially, they always seem to come when the Jaguars are about to score and they're about to put the game away or they come on first down. No need to do stuff like that. I will agree with anybody that says that. But I don't think that that comes from fear. I think it comes from being too aggressive and having too much confidence in your arm. There are a lot of guys that have that. Jameis Winston has that problem. Jameis is too confident in his arm and too confident on his own good. And what usually happens is he usually gets interceptions. In fact, Jameis had 30 of them in one year. Trevor has only thrown. Now get this. He had eight picks last year and he has four this year. He's thrown 12 interceptions in the last year and a half. That's not a lot. Not like Trevor is some bad throwing quarterback, right? Like he always puts the ball where it's not supposed to be. That's not true. Trevor Lawrence is not that. But what is it? Well, I'm going to tell you. They're comparing him to uh, a young man in C.J. Stroud, who I'll talk about in segment two, who I do think is a real good player. But you're also battling the fact that a lot of people did not think C.J. Stroud was that good. And now that he is, there's this overreaction to want to now compare him to guys that have been playing for two or three years already. I'm going to talk about that. I think that's a, a very important thing that we need to go over here today on Locked on Jaguars. And we're going to make sure we do it here on Locked on Jaguars. We'll do that in just a second. But first and foremost, I got to let y'all know about prize picks. That's right. Prize picks is the absolute truth, man. Prize picks, I'm telling you, is the best daily fantasy sports platform in North America. And they're the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. So it's just you and the numbers instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than the two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. That's right. All you got to do is two to six different. You can make it small and yourself. do a nice two to three just to get yourself used to it. And then try to go for some of the bigger pots on prize picks. Make sure Here's what you do. Go to prizepicks.com forward slash locked on NFL and use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. I'll repeat. Go to prizepicks.com forward slash locked on NFL and use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Make sure you play the number one daily fantasy sports game in North America, and that is prize picks. Ike man running it down here on Locked On Jaguars. We're your team every day. We thank you for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Jaguars podcast, talking about Trevor Lawrence. And I'm going to do what other people did this weekend. I'm going to talk about CJ Stroud, and that's going to lead me back to Trevor Lawrence. I can say this fans will get angry. This is a Jaguar podcast. Why are you talking about other people? Well, because I work for Locked On NFL too, right? And we have these shows on drafts and CJ Stroud was my absolute favorite quarterback. A lot of people didn't want to mess with CJ Stroud because he comes from Ohio state and they've had other quarterbacks in recent history 
that have not fared well when they got to the NFL. And I constantly tell people all the time, players are not the same. They're not monolithic just because they go to a certain school. One thing about C.J. Stroud is he could throw that thing around and he, I mean, he dissected Georgia's defense like nobody else did and almost won the game. If the kicker could have kicked straight, they would have beat Georgia in a national championship game. He could flat out throw. Folks, he's throwing to everybody, many all of these number one receivers. He had six number one receivers. So what? It's not Ohio State's job to not put great players around him. I always say that when you have a guy uh, with great players around him, he actually sticks out like a sore thumb if he isn't great. You can tell the difference between a guy playing with great players and those players making him great as opposed to a guy playing with great players and they're all great and they're going to get a great result because they're all good. And I think that's the case with C.J. Stroud. I heard all of the stuff like Kirk Cousins, he's a modern, he's Kirk Cousins with a little bit more athleticism. Oh, he's not. He's C.J. Stroud. The kid was like the number one player in high school when he came out and he didn't disappoint in college. He can play. I always thought he'd be a real good quarterback. Didn't think he'd be this good statistically out the gate. Let me tell you what these numbers are now before y'all get angry at me. 62% completion percentage. Not that not that good. He has 2,270 yards. That's almost 300 yards more than Trevor Lawrence in the same amount of games. Shout out to the person that's going to mention that, oh, they think he's so great because he has 470 yards and five touchdowns. When just last week, he only had 140 yards. Okay, I got news flash for you. He's only been under 200 yards twice, 140 and 199. And even in those games, he has two picks with only, I mean, two touchdowns with only one pick. The rest of his games, he's had a minimum of 242 yards. He's been over 303 times and over 400 once. So we ain't going to sit here and talk about this cat like, okay, he only threw for 140 yards a couple of weeks ago and 199 before that. Do you see what you're doing? Your self-ratio and your own argument when you do that. The dude has two, two games where he's under 200 yards. That is not terrible out of eight starts, okay? That is not bad whatsoever at all. We don't have to we don't have to slight someone to to make our own point. You, you just don't have to do that. I know people there are a lot of people that are in the business of doing that kind of stuff. I'm not one to do that. I don't have to slight CJ Stroud. I think CJ Stroud is going to be a really really good NFL quarterback. Do I think it's to the point where they should already be comparing him to a guy in his third year? No, I don't. Do I believe that Doing that kind of poll, it, it, it's sort of gaslightish. You know what I'm saying? If that's a word, because it's almost apples. It's not apples and apples. It's, it's apples and oranges. They're in a totally different space. They have a competent coach, which Trevor didn't have his first year. So if you're going to pair that, compare that to Trevor's year last year, will be a little bit more accurate than comparing it to what happened here his first year under urban meyer because that was a, a, a disaster and everyone knows it and he's not going to be able you can't escape that and, and folks want to act like that year didn't happen when we how long are we going to talk about that as long as you keep bringing up stuff about this cat at the beginning of his career and comparing another dude's rookie year to him 
that is what's going to happen. You're going to get those comparisons. You can't you can't sit here and and want to use. Okay, let's compare C.J. Stroud to Trevor Lawrence and how he played without factoring in the garbage that Trevor had to put up with his first year. I mean, you don't get to make that argument. You can't do that both ways. You can't bring up something about the beginning of two cats careers when you're trying to compare them and then not want to use what happened in one of them's first season. The only reason folks want to do that is because they, they want their argument to be correct and they want to be right. You, they can't, I'm not letting them do that. Just like I'm not, if any Jaguar fan gets into it with me, I'm not going to sit here and, 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 and let them just act like a kid throwing 14 touchdowns or one pick in his first eight games is also not very good. It is. The most lame thing you can do in an argument or a debate is to try to slant your argument or debate a certain way. Because it means you're running from something and you're hiding something. I don't have to hide anything. I think C.J. Stroud's a good quarterback. Would I take him over Trevor Lawrence right now? No, I wouldn't. How about that? I would not at this stage. And it's not fair to C.J. Stroud that he hasn't been through. He he hasn't been through a lot of the things that Trevor has been through and that Trevor has learned from. He hasn't played in the playoffs. He hasn't come from behind in a playoff game. He hasn't gone on the road in a playoff atmosphere yet. Those are things that Trevor Lawrence has done. He hasn't won a whole bunch of games down the stretch, close games down the stretch. He hasn't he hasn't had to do that. He hasn't been put in those situations. So, yeah, forgive me if I'll take the kid that has been put in those situations already. But I can do that and say they're both really, really good. I can absolutely do that and say that they're both really, really good. But I'd prefer to take Trevor Lawrence. I just think that there's a little bit of a difference. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I'm gonna I know folks are just tired of hearing about it and they're tired of people picking at Trevor. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. I don't think it's folks necessarily picking on him. I think it comes with the territory, and I think it's something that we need to get used to. I'll tell you why. And I'll do it in segment three here on Locked On Jaguars. But first, I have to let you know about FanDuel, man. FanDuel is the absolute truth. And right now, new customers get a $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's right. It's the middle of the season. A lot of the bye weeks are over. And this is the season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book, where you need to get going. I'm going to tell you about the site now. They have all the information and betting options like spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So make sure you visit fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off your betting NFL season right here in week nine. That's right, FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. Let me say it one more time. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. Make sure you use the promo code locked on. All right, man, we're rolling along here on Locked On Jaguars, talking about Trevor Lawrence. And when will all the aggravating talk about comparing Trevor and the rest of these quarterbacks, when will it stop? Um, I'll go ahead and rank them. Trevor's number one. C.J. Stroud's number two. Small sample size for Anthony Richardson, but I did like what I saw. So at this point, I'll say that Anthony Richardson and uh, Will Levis are neck and neck, for tied for third. Because Will Levis did impress me a little bit. He didn't do anything that I didn't think he would do. I knew that he would be able to throw the ball 
into those windows and he would take a lot of chances down the middle of the field. Now he has to get rid of the picks and the interceptions. That's the biggest difference between him and the other guys in front of him. But why won't this subside and why won't it quit? Let me tell you why, man, because you got a good quarterback. Anybody around here talking about somebody that's no good? It used to drive me crazy when folks were so in love with all of the quote unquote Minshew mania, right? Drove me up the wall. Everybody, anybody who knows me knows why. Because even though I can get it and I understand why and I feel you, here's what I don't get and here's what I don't feel and here's what I don't understand that people don't realize that none of that crap, none of the Uncle Rico and the mustaches, it means it's fun, but it means absolutely nothing in terms of what happens on a football field. Not nada. And I think when we pay too much attention to stuff, imagine right now being just so infatuated with Trevor Lawrence that all you do is wear a blonde wig or a brown, sandy brown wig, and you come and you come every single day to the stadium or at every single game, you come to the stadium and all you do is focus on his hair. But you know why you don't do that? You don't do that because he's a really good player. And you have other stuff, other tangible things that you can really, really focus on other than talking about Trevor Lawrence's hair. That's how I felt when they had Gardner Minshew and anybody else that they tried. They always wanted to focus on stuff other than the fact that he's not a very good player. He'll put up good stats. But he'll make a lot of big mistakes, and I don't think he's a very good player. Not to win games with. And there will be people that will disagree with me on that, and that's fine. That's fine that they'll disagree with me. I ain't got no problem with that. But people are talking about Trevor Lawrence because he is good. They just don't know how good because they're constantly dealing with Uh, the comparisons and dealing with all of the adjectives that were placed on him uh, before he ever played a down in in the NFL. He's been the best. He's been the golden child since, since high school. Right. And usually that stuff, I almost want to compare it to like Bryce Harper, like a dude can just absolutely do nothing and still get on people's nerves because everybody's talking about him all the time. But when will it end? I tell you when it ends, when Trevor keeps knocking these doors down. He won that one playoff game when he gets another playoff game, when he gets another win and he wins another game and, and he goes a step further or maybe even goes the ultimate step and gets a championship. That's when people will stop. That's when people will stop and go, you know what? He's pretty damn good. 26 touchdowns, eight picks last year. That's pretty damn good always around 68% completion percentage. And it's just going to get better. It's just going to get better as the team around him continues to improve. The criticism will never, ever totally go away, though. I remember when Peyton Manning is like, can he win the big game? Remember Steve Young couldn't win the big game. It's like everybody else is measured by – Everybody has to be Tom Brady. Everybody has to be Joe Montana. Like, you got to win. Everybody has to be Patrick Mahomes. Like, you got to win and win early, right? Doesn't happen like that for everyone. I really believe the more Trevor plays, 
the more people actually pay attention to the games and and not just the stats. And there are people that I know, folks, I'm not going to criticize people and say that they don't watch tape and they don't watch film because, yeah, I do believe folks watch tape and watch film. But I don't think the people that watch tape and watch film know the why of the team and what they see is what they see. All, all they see is a guy throwing, but they don't understand all of the things that are going on around Trevor and the things that they're trying to accomplish because of maybe perceived shortcomings on the team. Whenever your quarterback is being talked about by other people, when someone else plays the game or when your quarterback is on bye week and he is, and he is constantly the subject of people just think if those people love those other quarterbacks so much, the fact that they even put him in a poll with Trevor says that they actually like Trevor a lot too. Or they're trying to get an audience or trying to convince people that there's an argument to be had when they're, the argument that they're having doesn't even make sense because Trevor Lawrence is going to be the Jaguars quarterback for a long time. It's going to be the Jaguars quarterback for an awful long time. It all comes down to winning. Winning silences everything and everyone. Just win. If he keeps on winning, he'll be considered up to be up there with those guys see they already kind of consider uh joe burrow that because joe burrow went head to head and he beat patrick mahomes and he's beat josh allen beat josh allen a couple of times i think they won like four out of the last five against buffalo he's led his team to the super bowl and he was the reason they almost won the game so yeah do some of that stuff from a team perspective, and then they'll individually think that you're very good. He's not the first person this has happened to, but it happens often where folks use team uh, accomplishments in order to give individual gratitude or individual um, applause, right? It's an individual thing when you're trying to determine how good a player is, but you always use team success in order to give that player what he's due. And I think if Trevor Lawrence wins, Trevor Lawrence wins that that will happen by default. All right, so how Trevor Lawrence gets knocked while on bye week is because people do what people do. Ranking quarterbacks in AFC South, Trevor is number one, Stroud is number two, and the other guys are battling for number three. And the play will tell all when Trevor Lawrence, when this stops, Trevor Lawrence wins, folks will shut their mouths. I'm not going to shut mine because it's what I do here every day on Locked on Jaguars. And I know you are grateful because you guys tune in every single day. And we are always, always ready to be your numero uno. That's right. You're number one here on Locked on Jaguars. Make sure you tune in on Locked on NFL Live. It is kicking off every Friday at 2 o'clock Eastern on every Locked on NFL YouTube channel. Host. Tanitra Baptiste, along with Jarvis Davis and Kyle Krabs, will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, and your betting angles and more. Plus, get in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Locked on NFL Kickoff live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on any Locked on NFL YouTube channel. Y'all make sure y'all check in on your boy tomorrow. We'll drop another episode. We'll get, we'll get the crossover ready, too, the crossover with uh, Brian Peacock. I think I'll have both him and Eric Crocker. We'll see from Locked On 49ers. Until then, you guys, make sure. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll see you here 
on Lockdown Jaguars.